0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we're diving into how Dwayne Johnson went from the top of the DCU mountain to under it in the span of a week. And it's finally time for our Black Adam review. So let's get into it. I'm Chris. And as always, I'm here with my buddy, Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up today?
1: My friend, we are okay. Just enjoying this Saturday coming from a haircut. Just in time for... (laughs) Got to get that fresh holiday cut, you know. Uh, I got
0: mine this week. I got mine this week. Yeah, man.
1: Right. When you're going to see
0: family, you got to not look like a hobo, or at least as close okay. to as possible. A little bit. Got to clean up. Going to see my mom next week, so I got to clean it up. Make sure I look good. Cool. Make sure I look the the good son part. You know, when I'm away, I can I can look like a ragamuffin, but. Ragamuffin. muffin if i go see my mom <laughs> and i look like trash she's gonna be the first person to be like you do not look good <laughs> like what what's going on there? what are you yes, doing with you, your face
1: you are well, coming home for the holidays for a couple
0: days that'll be fun that i am decided uh, so to spend some yeah. christmas time had some time to take off work so going for that cross-country trek lugging a dog across the country mm, yeah oh you bring you bring the dog this time yeah, we dragged our feet to actually making plans to get up there. So then everything got expensive and it's really hard to board the dog over the holidays. So we're like, Hey, eh, I'll just bring the dog. There you so, go. Done you it quite a few times. Hmm? You driving? You're yeah. driving. Yeah, we're driving. Okay. Driving. It's fine. Taking a little bit shorter route. So it should be cool. Um, make there it work. Go. Christmas get, trip. Christmas trip. Getting up there. So speaking of. It's going to be Christmas time a couple days before. By the time this drops, I'm sure we're a week from the day. No, it's next Sunday. So we're almost a week, just over eight days from Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Hope you happy holidays. Merry Christmas, you know, kind of whatever you guys are all doing. Hope everyone's having fun, seeing family, being safe, doing all that good stuff. And uh, and I'll see you around Christmas, which would be cool. I think we're going to do a post Christmas brunch hang out in between Ah, work and in between family i think we're gonna have a good time so i'm excited about that but uh what holiday movies you still got yet to watch
1: man i I don't even think i've hit any yet and it's like what like you just said eight days to christmas and i've already told my i've already told my wife like we're watching home alone she's like no you can watch it on your own I'm like that's fine too i don't care i'm gonna watch it though i gotta get home alone in Uh, At least once here in this next eight days. And she wants to watch die hard. So I am totally down with that as well. So I know those two are definitely on the watch list. Um, I'm sure there's probably a couple others, you know, once you get like within the days before leading up to. You start watching them. Yeah, you just start you just start rallying them off real quick. So, uh, yeah, that's the plan. How about you? Have you watched any yet or still
0: got to get to them? I put on Scrooge the other day. So I watched mm-hmm. Scrooge while I was making cookies for a holiday potluck that we had on Friday. And uh, I thought that worked. I put on Anna and the Apocalypse yesterday. And I did watch that one. Die Hard's still on the list that I'll end up mm-hmm. needing to watch. I know once I go home, I'll probably watch all of them and more because my mom will just have stuff on. So I was yeah. thinking Die Hard's one I know I need to, to have on. Home Alone usually falls in there, but I don't know. We'll see. Have you did we'll you see. get to that?
1: Uh, did you get to that new uh, Christmas story? Christmas? We d- yeah. did watch that.
0: It was good. It was. Yeah, I, it kept I, the same tone. I, I, they I'm, did. A, they did a good job with doing what they did. Nice. I feel like I'm gonna
1: throw that on in the background here one of these days it's, too. Just it's to definitely
0: it worth, especially if you end up with the Christmas story on on Christmas Day, which most people do. If you're that fall into that camp, I know some people boycott it purposefully, but when it ends up being on one of those channels for 24 hours, it just kind of ends up, you end up watching it at some point. Most definitely. So it's an easy one to put on. It had, it had, it had some feels. It had some, some good nostalgia. They handled a lot of the nostalgia. Well, instead of like slapping it you over the face with it.
1: And it's just nice to see Peter Billingsley still
0: getting, You know, a little work, a little recognition for the role of his life. Yeah, (laughs) letting him do some acting again. I know he does a lot of producing with Vince Vaughn. They're like best friends or whatnot. So I know he keeps busy, but yeah, to be able to come back to that role, he did a good job. So it it was a good time. It was a nice... Out of the newer holiday movies that come out every year, it was a nice surprise. A lot of them end up being kind of garbage. And for one, I had no idea it was coming out, kind of was cool. Most likely, we're not going to have an episode next week. So, we're going to give you all a holiday break from us. We'll be back here on the 1st of January with our top movies and TV shows of 2022 is our current plan. We'll see. If maybe we get excited and sneak in another episode, then bonus for you. But you want to make sure with that week off that you don't miss us. So make sure you like subscribe and follow this podcast on all podcasts and social media services, hit us up with those five-star reviews. And if you want to join the conversation, you can hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at raised, the geek, or you could shoot us an email, raise the geek at gmail.com. Those are all the places. And I'm kind of glad
1: we have a little time to continue compiling our list. Cause I still have some movies to watch. I think
0: uh, before we get there, I'll, I'll save what those are, but, uh, Yep. A little time's not going to hurt to get no, that list. I definitely have. I definitely have a couple that I want to watch. Some that don't come out till Christmas Day, and I'm still dragging my feet right. on Avatar too. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to get it in, so we will see. But Don, we are here today to talk about DC. Now, at DCU, we talked about last week because there was lots of moving and shaking. And now, um, as I'm saying it out loud, now I'm like, what What announcements did they make last week? What the hell were we talking about last week? See, we kind of left it open-ended because the news had started to come. That's like, yeah. you, you know, the Wonder Woman movie. That's what uh, it was. That's what kicked yeah. it off. Wonder Woman 3 being canceled. Right. And what does that mean for all these characters? And now we found out this week what it means for all those characters because news came out that uh, Peter Saffron and James Gunn have sat down and given their full proposal for everything. And one of the biggest news that came out of this was that Henry Cavill is out as Superman. Yes, that is the big, the biggest bomb
1: to drop. uh all We just this. got him
0: back. We just got him back.
1: I know. And, you know, it's this is kind of what we were expecting, but not sure what was going to happen. But yeah, it's all laid out kind of plain now, straight from the mouth of James Gunn himself. You know, he's the one who tweeted it, kind of keeping people updated, saying uh Superman is a priority. That was the first thing coming out. He's saying it may, possibly the biggest priority for us right now. People are like, all right, cool. Let's see what they do. And then just stuff kept coming. Him saying like, "I'm writing the Superman movie, and uh, it's going to be about Superman when he's early in his life as Superman, like a younger Superman." And that's the point where it was just like, "Uh oh!" And you keep you keep reading, and it's like, you know, uh, we we talked with Henry Cavill, and he is not involved in this film. Uh, we'll we'll give you more information about it when we can. And that was just like, "Oh man!" The internet exploded because you have people who are the Snyder heads who it's basically ruining their life. (laughs) Then you got the next level of people like us. I think we fall into the camp where, you know, we're taking it as all that kind of sucks because we like Henry Cavill as Superman. And we wanted to kind of see him get another chance uh, to do something. Away from Snyder. Away from Snyder. Like he Snyder got the casting, right? Just not the vibe of the character. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's not going to be, that's not to be, it was not meant to be. And man, he's, there's been, the internet has been burning on this ever since. I think it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's been a few days. Uh, yeah, it was kind of been confusing. And one of the things that kind of shifted over then was because Henry Cavill was kind of out as Superman Mm -hmm. already. Like we thought the last time we were going to see him was Zack Snyder's justice league, which came out. And then we kind of was in limbo and you never really knew where Superman was going to return again or what form he was going to take. And then Black Adam came out. And right before Black Adam came out, all of a sudden we we heard the news that basically from Dwayne Johnson himself leaking this news that Superman is going to be in this movie and it's who you think it's going to be. And basically telling you Henry Cavill is in this movie. And then they leaked that it was a post credit scene. Before the movie came out, because most likely the movie was tracking poorly and they were like, hey, let's bust a Morbius and let's give away the post credit scene. So people will come see this movie. Right. And then they did. They I mean, Henry Cavill was in this movie. And then I think on October 22nd. Spoilers. 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 If you didn't know already, but we've talked about <laughs> it on the show as well. But he's in the movie. And then on October 22nd, we got a tweet from Henry Cavell basically saying, I am back. Man of Steel 2 is in pre- uh, pre-production. I am back. We don't know all the details yet, but I'm very excited to do this character different, differently. And we were, everyone was extremely happy about that because I don't think there was anybody that was clamoring for a new casting for Superman. And then fast no. forward to this week, two months, less than two months later, five, six weeks, Henry Cavell's out. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what? just happened in this, you know, the the, Dwayne Johnson was out here talking about the hierarchy of power is about to change. And all these things hyping up his movie and his role within DC and seemed like he was the man. He was the hero for Snyder heads and DC people for what, five weeks? Just about, yeah. (laughs) Five weeks, he was the hero that brought, he was the man that brought Henry Cavill back. And now he has been in full defense mode, which is super weird for the Rock to be in defense mode. Usually he doesn't like, talk on twitter about things or definitely doesn't come out in defense of it anything usually he's not being attacked for things and he started being attacked um he felt he was being attacked because there were reports of black adam losing money and not become turning a profit and he jumped out on twitter real fast to say wait 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 we're actually going to make this much money based on our calculations and it's more Mm -hmm. than the original captain america and that started everything so you know just think of it right. that way, and you're like, "Yeah, but the original Captain America didn't cost over two hundred million dollars, and yeah. it was a different thing, you know." So they they had a lower budget just because they didn't know how the movie was going to perform. And Black Adam, they kept they just went expecting that it was going to make a billion dollars, and it I think they're barely going to make four hundred million. Yeah, this is so this it was really weird cute... to see him go super
1: defense mode that way. Yeah, this is I think also a case of his overconfidence, yeah. um, and and him basically coming out and and actually responding to reports that hey Black Adam was kind of a bomb, a failure in in financial terms. Him actually responding to that did say a lot, and I think WB even like responded and been like, well, actually your numbers are kind of wrong, and he like kind of tried to backtrack really quick, basically realizing I shouldn't I just shouldn't say anything, but I feel like he's. He feels offended. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in his mind, he thought this was going to be bigger than it was. There would be more interest in it than there was. Um, probably didn't think he would have to give away the Henry Cavill, you know, cameo at the end to help it along. But somewhere along the line, like you said, they did decide. He decided that we need to tell people Superman's in this. So maybe we get a few more people to come. Um, yeah, man, it, it's it's wild. and and just the finality of knowing now that Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman is a little weird because it was always just so up in the air. Like we didn't know which way they were really leaning. Like Mm -hmm. at, at the end of Shazam, you had a Superman walk up at the end. Now you never saw his face, but Superman was in the end of Shazam. Like he came to the school cafeteria and everyone was like, that's so cool. Peacemaker, the justice league shows up. They showed, you know, uh, Henry Cavill flash and they showed flash and aquaman but wonder woman and superman were in that shot too as like their silhouettes but it was henry cavill's silhouette uh so there was always this this little hope that you know we will finally get him back they're going to do something with him they know they got the casting right this is going to stick but then at the end of black adam not only do we have superman but henry cavill's in it you know what i mean and just to do such a quick flip flop is a little weird, and I get it because that wasn't James Gunn's decision, and now he's in charge, so he doesn't want to do that. They don't want to do that, but it's just very I don't know, man, it's like it just feels icky and wrong something something about it just feels you
0: know, yeah, not right, not right to me still uh I don't know yeah why why did Dwayne Johnson feel like this movie was going to be a bigger success than it was? What about it? Like, now we've seen it. We're about to dive into our review of it here in a couple minutes and talk openly Mm -hmm. about this movie and what it is. Full spoilers. But I'm just curious if you have an idea. Like, he really expected something and had to switch gears before the movie even came out. So, I mean, I know it was tracking poorly. Like, is there a combination of things? Is it just an ego thing? Is it, you know, kind of what Martin Scorsese and uh, Quentin Tarantino said is that there's no movie stars anymore, and these movies are based on the characters and not who's playing them? Is it a... Like, what do you have an idea of anything? I, I don't know. I think his, in
1: his mind, he's just like one of the biggest, star, one of the biggest stars in the world, which he is. He, he is. But I only think that goes so far now, like maybe 10 years ago, this movie would have been bigger than it was. But I, I don't know if his name is as, as huge of a draw for action movies as it used to be. And you take that along with, I mean, they, he chose, he the reports where he basically had his option to be whoever he wanted in the DCU, and he chose Black Adam for whatever reason. The reasons are all his own. We have our thoughts and theories on why. Like, like maybe he wanted to play Superman and he just couldn't, and he found somebody who was close. You know, he wanted to be a guy who could fly and was invincible and be a super powered, you know, tank guy. And it's like, oh, this Black Adam guy is kind of like that, huh? And he's kind of a badass. Like he's he's got more of a bad attitude. Sure, I'll do that. It'll yeah. make a billion dollars. Well. The general public don't know Black Adam. I'm sorry to tell you, like, we barely know. We know who Black Adam is, but not, he's not a, he's not an A-list DC character. He's like somebody who the general public has to dig in and be like, who? What, what is that movie? Who is that guy? Oh, Dwayne Johnson is, but I don't even know who the character is. Like, does he fight Batman? Like, who is he? Like, nobody, nobody, nobody really knows. So I think just a combination of that and maybe, Just DC fatigue too adds into it. Like people were already getting tired of DC's shit show before before all this, you know, with um, all the Snyder stuff. So I don't know, man. It's just a yeah overconfidence on his
0: level. Yeah, I think that's a big. That has to be a big part of it. I think too. Looking at it now, we're pretty much been told now. Last week it was no Wonder Woman three, and in its current Mm -hmm. state, it's not moving forward. So potentially Gal Gadot is out. This week we lost Henry Cavell, and they pretty much said Ezra Miller is done as the flash. So we have, so basically- (laughs) I was gonna say, and if you look at this, I don't know if you saw the
1: new DC logo, did you see it? Uh Uh-uh. It's got like, there's a new DC logo for DC films and it's basically got the silhouettes of the six main characters. Well, they took Cyborg out and added Green Lantern. But it's like Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Superman. And on the other side, it's Batman Flash Aquaman. And the Aquaman looks like the comics Aquaman, looks nothing like Jason Momoa. So people are like, well, Momoa's out. Yeah. As Aquaman, too. They made the Aquaman just look like, you know, his short blonde cut from the comics. Like mm. that
0: doesn't look anything like Momoa. Yeah. Uh, so people are like, yeah, he's out too. They're all out. <laughs> So what does that do next year? We have an Aquaman movie. We have a Shazam movie. We have a Blue Beetle movie. We have the Flash movie. We have four movies coming out next year that are all tied to the Snyderverse in one way or another. Mm-hmm. What are these movies? How do they how do they go forward marketing these films? Like, I know we should be able to just be like, hey, Aquaman 2, let's just go watch Aquaman 2 and have a good time under the sea. But can we? Yeah. <laughs> under the sea. With <laughs> Sebastian and Flounder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but here, here's the thing we should be able to, but they've built this world as a universe, as a, mm-hmm. you know, they took the Marvel formula and they were like, well, this is a building thing. And these characters matter for the next thing. And can't wait to see them in their next adventure. And the team up, they built it that way. Yeah. So I didn't tell them to build it that way. They did. So now if they want to turn around and say, well, just enjoy them as they as like a, one-off solo adventures but that's not how you built this universe everything no. everything you you've presented me so far is you know building to the sequel or the next adventure so now to turn around and say uh you know after these four movies there's nothing left of this world yeah how are you marketing it to us as you know flash was supposed to have a bunch of repercussions to the future of what's going on It's supposed to change everything and timelines and maybe that's how the old Uh, regime was going to reboot the whole world now what is it now you know I don't know I'm questioning the thought on these movies even coming out at all and they're going to because they're made and the studio wants to make money but it's just I don't know how I don't know how to approach them like my interest level has waned especially with the announcement of you know Wonder Woman and Superman were both supposed to have cameos and flash now those are cut Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know man it's it's very i'm finding it hard to get excited about any of those films at this point yeah really, they yeah. need to just be honest
0: no yeah they need to move them to hbo and i mean honestly i don't even know how, how fast i would watch them there like i have I my interest was extremely low for any of these movies like you said we waited till hbo for black adam because my interest was extremely low for this movie watching the trailers i was like i know what this movie is i don't need to Watch it so whether or not I was surprised or not, we'll find out in a minute. But it's one of those things where I just don't, I, my interest was already low, and then you just really made it. So it's like, why should I have any interest in these movies? I've seen a Shazam uh, 2 trailer, looked fine. Ben Affleck's Batman was shown right. in it. What does that mean? And you know, so once again, it's there's all these teases, and then I don't know, these movies were made with teases in mind, and now. I know those teases won't go anywhere. So it makes me not even want to watch the movie. Right. And then speaking of Batman to really, I think the last real big point comes out of this is what happens. We have, we had two Batmans to begin with. We had Ben Affleck, Batfleck, and we had Robert Pattinson's Matt Reeves Batman. Now, how do we tie? Mm. Like, they're still saying, they're still insistent that Matt Reeves, the Batman two is happening. And that's its own thing, is its own corner and not part of what I'm doing. But we're going to have all the main characters, which you assume Batman. So once again, we're right back where we were, where we're going to have two Batman running around, but they're not uh-huh. going to be connected and not going to be tied, but you're going to connect everything else, but nothing into this movie. How does that make sense? That that can't be true. That, it, 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 can't, <laughs> it can't. It can't. Yeah. It just... yeah
1: you've You've already... You've already now said Superman's not coming back as we know him. There's no Henry Cavill Mm -hmm. at this point. Pull the bandaid off and do it right. Do the whole thing right then. You know what I mean? Just just have one Batman. And the more appealing choice to me is to build it off of Matt Reeves. But see then at the same time i don't want matt reeve's batman fighting aliens and dark seed it just doesn't feel right so i don't know they're in a very weird spot but like i don't i'm i don't want to have to pay attention to three different dc universes you know what i mean and and keep track of all that like it just doesn't make sense there there's (laughs) there's not three iron man's running around i mean it's just it's just too confusing you know it's uh And it feels like this is the point where you could say, okay, like I said last episode, maybe Matt Reeves Batman was our Iron Man. We build from there. We don't want to do a ton of super team up movies right off the bat, but you could build build to something. You know what I mean? Maybe this younger Superman movie you're making exists in the same world as Matt Reeves, but they're not going to have to interact with each other. Crazy. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, It's but 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 turning around and having your James Gunn Batman and your your Matt Reeves Batman and your Todd Phillips Gotham with a Joker and a Batman somewhere in there it's just like this is your chance to get away from that and not do that again uh, yeah. so I don't
0: know I, man it's convenient that the Superman Mm -hmm. they want to do is brand new and only a couple of years into starting off his thing and just seeing where he's at. And that's exact pitch we got for the Batman with Matt Reeves. Oh, this is, you know, Batman year one, you know, he's in year two of his career, just learning the ropes and needing to learn how to be a hero. And that's the exact same pitch that now we're getting for James Gunn's Superman movie. So I'm like, oh, you're putting them in the exact same kind of like era of time here whether or not they did it together at the same time anyway in actuality comic book lore, but they're doing it in these movies. So it's like, I feel like they're doing that on purpose. I just can't imagine a world. Now I did, I was watching, I'm going to give a shout out for 3C Films over on YouTube. And I was watching some of this stuff as I was preparing for the show and seeing what other theories and thoughts and stuff were out there. And one of his theories was, because James Gunn did say, put out on Twitter, Batman will have a big part of rdcu he is a a cog and one of the theories that this uh that 3c films threw out there was what if this that version of batman is dead so he has a big part because it's the loss of batman and a lot of stuff happens so it's like you talk about him you can do flashbacks you could do things but he's kind of more carried along like post iron man 3 tony stark so it's like he can you can see him pop up in flashbacks or do other things but he's dead. Or like you said, you do the Iron Man thing where he just pops up in other people's movies and doesn't get a solo movie. Mm -hmm. Would either one of those theories I kind of merge them together there. But, you know, he could still be involved but not get his own, you know, so then you don't have two solo. I mean, you can't have two solo Batman movies out there. You can't. One summer we have Robert Pattinson as Batman and the next summer we have, you know, Chris Pratt as Batman, like that does James Gunn's, yeah.
1: <laughs> Chris Pratt, please, <laughs> please God no. He's tied uh, to James Gunn. Yeah, he, Guardians are done. Yeah. Like, oh my, don't do this. I rather really have a John Cena Batman. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I can kind of see that theory maybe being something that might pan out. Uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm more in the camp of you kind of where, um. The Matt Reeves Batman seems like it could could be connected to the Superman they're just not ready to say that yet they don't want to come out and say you know they have to work out the kinks a little bit first probably a lot of meetings between Matt Reeves and and James Gunn and whoever else yeah figure out a way to make it work I won't I won't hate that and it makes the most sense just to for everything to fit logically you know what I mean um you had this movie where you start a young Batman and it was successful and people loved it. Uh, there just has to be a way to somehow make that work and not have three Batmans running around. I don't know. Yeah, we,
0: we won't know. We will be here to talk about it when we figure it out. Um, yeah. When we get the announcements, this is obviously all speculation. It's just been a crazy week on Twitter. We've had all kinds of crazy things coming out there. We learned that, uh, Dwayne Johnson refused a black or a Black Adam cameo in Shazam Two, which DC wanted him to do, and he said no. There are a lot of different varying stories as to his reasoning behind doing it, but regardless of what's true and what's not, the fact that he, he was asked and he said no kind of speaks volumes as to what he thinks about Shazam. But why pick being Shazam's main arch nemesis if you're going to refuse to be in Shazam? So, like, it's just a weird. Yeah, weird situation. It's been a weird, I think, crazy week. I, I think it's just because he just doesn't.
1: He doesn't really care about the characters, like their comic lore. He's like, I'm not fighting Shazam. Someone's like, but but Black Adam and Shazam are tied directly to each other. So I don't care. I'm fighting Superman. Fight Superman. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's kind of wild, and and that if they let it get that far, and he has that much sway that he could just be like, no. Like what? You're really so you're not really in this for the growing of this universe. You're kind of just in it for yourself. You uh, well, he
0: wants to grow the universe around Black Adam.
1: Him. Like, yeah.
0: Fighting Batman which, and Superman which, and whatever. Being the bad guy yeah. without being the bad guy. And you know what? I think we should talk more about that cuz I think we should do our Black Adam review and talk cuz we probably mm-hmm dragged on about this long enough. So let's get to our Black Adam review.
1: Before a world of heroes and villains, one power ruled it all. Black Adam.
0: So Black Adam, the film featuring Dwayne Johnson, Uh, Came out in theaters on October 21st in the United States. And in less than two months, it is now on HBO Max streaming. And that is how Don and I were always planning on watching this movie. So it's time for our review spoilers from here on out for Black Adam. If you haven't watched it, you can pause it, check out HBO Max, or you could just listen to us and then watch it afterwards, taking some of our thoughts into consideration as we talk about this movie. But let me give you a brief synopsis for this movie. Uh, The movie starts in 2600 BC, where there's a tyrannical king, Akhtun of Khandak, who creates the crown of Sabak to attain great power. After attempting to stage a revolt, a young slave boy is given the powers of Shazam by the Council of Wizards, transforming him into Kandak's hero heroic champion who kills Octon and ends his reign and that is the opening of Black Adam and it just goes from there the opening we ended up watching it like three times because it's just they should they dumped so much information on you in this opening and then so many things that they were ripping off of or sounded like I'm like it's I thought they were like oh this crown that was made to house the six demons and to give power <laughs> to this king. And I'm like, is that an infinity gauntlet? Because I thought it was six stones. And then they were looking for a stone of what is it? Unobtainium? Or no, wait, that's Avatar. What's no, no, this? Was Eternium? Eternium. So, like, and then that, we have Vibranium. Is that vibranium like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I was sitting there, like, what is going on in this opening? I had to watch it like three times to figure it out. Um, once I finally figured it out, I'm like, all right, let's go along for this ride and see what we got. But Don, as an overall, you know, because then we jump to present day, which was the 90s. What year did this movie take place in? Nobody knows. Because they said present day. <laughs> so I'm thinking 2022. Then they're immediately mm-hmm. playing Smashing Pumpkins. So I thought it was the 90s. And then they show flying cars, which makes me think we're in the future. And then they go down to this Middle Eastern country, this Kondok. And everybody's using flip phones and playing cassettes while listening to Smashing Pumpkins or even older music from the 70s or 80s. No idea when this movie took place because it looked like it was in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah. But felt like the future, Uh, but then seemed like the past.
1: Yeah, I I think it's kind of hard to pin down the time for sure because of all you just said they might be leaning into the idea of like, maybe this is a third world ish type country that doesn't yeah. get the stuff as, yeah. as soon as the rest of the world. That might've been what they were going. They never specified that though. Um, I think just judging on, and we'll get to it like the final scene, we can kind of surmise that maybe this is post justice league. Uh, But I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% positive on that. So
0: not very clearly explained by the, filmmakers i would say no i i mean i like said i agree with you i do think that was my explanation was that we're looking at a third world country so they're still rocking the cassettes and doing all Mm. of that stuff and feeling like that vibe so i mean i agree with that yes i obviously if if we have it's got to be post justice league in some way some or somewhere within that because we did have that cameo so there's a lot going on but then uh there's there's so much going on in this movie, man. There's so much going on. I need to pull up the uh, IMDB that I forgot to pull up already so I can get some of these character names. Um well, that's
1: all right. while you're while you're looking it up, I'm just curious. I want to know before we even get into the movie itself, like you and I are guys who mostly for the most part will go see these superhero movies in theaters. Mm-hmm. We like we like these worlds even dc movies which we don't i mean we kind of seem to rate lower than marvel most of the time but we still go see them we mm-hmm. like comic book movies we like comic books what what's the real reason that kept you from seeing this in theaters what made what was the like decision that made you want to ultimately wait until this was like free on hbo to watch like we may have talked about it here and there i have my reasons too but i'm just curious like we're doing our black Adam review now in December when this movie has been out since October, what kind of kept us from watching this Dwayne Johnson?
0: I mean, that's really, that's really it. Um, he, to me watching the trailers, the movie looked extremely out of place. He looked out of place in the movie. It just Mm -hmm. didn't look right. Black Adam as a character, I don't know anything about, like I, I I just don't. It wasn't a character. DC isn't my outside of the main line. I don't dig too deep into DC. Um, into that world I don't read a lot of DC comics outside of Batman and a little Superman I don't think I've ever really dug I mean some a little bit like Swamp Thing Animal Man I've read there's little things I'll stick with some of the DC like Black Label stuff or some of their weird horror stuff but when it comes to like superheroes I don't go digging too deep I never really read any Shazam little bit of Aquaman with the new 52 but um, a lot of things that I don't really dive so I mean less interest in the character. Of course, a lot of the conversations we had about like the DCEU, the end of the Snyderverse, a lot of confusion as to what this was. Um, And then when you watch the trailer, it just looked like a generic 90s superhero film, knowing that Black Adam is the villain, but knowing that they were gonna try to portray him as an anti-hero, which I know he is in the comics, and I know they turned him into that, but it's still just weird. And I'm gonna get into the tone of this film and the struggle that this film had with that as and and on its own core. But yeah, it just looked like very predictable. Like I knew what the story was going to be. And you know what? I was right. You were going to have a reluctant hero who was going to do his couple bad things. He was going to fight the heroes. And then there was going to be a bigger bad. They're going to have to come together to fight in the end. And guess what? That's exactly what happened in this movie. So it just, I just, they didn't they didn't have a one thing i know the big thing is hey dwayne johnson's in this you want to see the rock as a superhero right no i don't and i still don't yeah my opinion uh... and we'll like said dive into it my opinion he was the weakest part of this movie he was the most out Mm -hmm. of place he was didn't fit the tone he didn't have any of the charisma that he has in real life to be likable or hateable he just was he just was there and his presence isn't nearly enough and i'm not the biggest like i'm a huge wrestling fan like the rock seems like a nice guy he seems like a, you know stand up yada yada but i don't go run out to see any of his solo movies I've never seen San Andreas I've never seen Snitch I've never seen I mean there's countless of his movies unless they're part of a bigger thing like I've seen the the couple times he was in the Fast and the Furious movies I saw that but outside of that like I don't go out of my way to see his movies so it's just something that's never been an appeal for me so it to me worked as a deterrent how about you Yeah, you pretty much laid it out right there, because I pretty much agree with everything you just
1: say. It's Dwayne Johnson. It is. And uh, we've talked about it here. I admire him as a public figure. I think he's the the biggest success story. I mean, he is the biggest success story to ever come out of professional wrestling. We loved him as a professional wrestler, as The Rock for years. He was the best to do it for years and years. And wrestlers have tried to come off of wrestling and make a career in other things. And a lot of them don't succeed. And he's the one who actually did. And he's like one of the biggest names in the world as a successful, you know, tequila company, energy drink company. He owns the freaking XFL, uh, making all these huge blockbusters that people go to see. But you know what? I don't love him as an actor. I really don't. I I see him in things and he's okay. He's there's a reason he doesn't make he only makes one certain kind of movie. It's because that's just like what he fits in. And just so, like, his presence as a superhero, just to me, it's like he's he's almost too big for it. Like, it's distracting. It's yeah. distracting to have him as something in DC. I'm sorry. It just is. And I know and that's to no fault of his own, but just not a huge fan of his acting. Um, so putting him anywhere, if you threw him in the Marvel Universe, it'd be the same thing, man. He's just he's too big to make it not distracting to me. Um So and then on top of that, like you said, Black Adam being a character, I don't have, you know, have a very limited interest in. Uh, I mean, I felt the same way about Shazam. I didn't see Shazam until a couple months ago on uh, HBO Max. So just not as interested in the character, all that kind of put together. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we can wait a couple months till HBO. And we did. So
0: pretty much the same reasons as you. And as we're hitting this thing now where we're realizing that it's 40 days, two months, less than two months, and we're getting this movie six weeks and I can watch it at home. Right. Unless I need to see it, I can wait six weeks. Most definitely. So Dwayne Johnson spoiled all the stuff that I needed to not know before the movie even came out. So what was I waiting mm-hmm. for? I watched that yeah. cameo. And because he did that, I watched that that whole post-credit scene on Twitter like <laughs> right. the day the movie released because it leaked right. immediately because he told everybody it was there. So everybody knew it was there. So everyone's ready with their cell phone to record it to get those clicks. Exactly. So I was just like, you know what? I already know it's there, so let's just watch it. And I watched it on my phone the day the movie came out because yeah. he told me it was there. So it's like, I understand why you did it. And I'm sure it brought in a little bit extra. Not me, though. Not me. Not me. <laughs> All right. um, so All right. Black Adam, the film. What did yes. you like about this movie? What were some highlights? Let's talk about some of the some of the good in this movie. Because I do feel like there was some good in this movie. There were some things I definitely liked about this movie. And I want to pile on yeah. a little bit of love before we kind of go into what didn't work. So do you have anything okay. off the top of your well, head that that you liked? No, I mean, some of the action sequences worked.
1: For me Mm -hmm. uh i liked i liked a lot of the fight scenes like i like big bombastic superhero stuff so he's flying through the air and knocking jets around and and fighting people and it had that little more adult tone you know where he's you know actually effing people up and um a lot of that worked some of the some of the co-stars like some of the members of uh the justice society i thought were good i thought pierce brosnan did well as uh dr fate and the, the Hawkman character worked for me. The other two, not so much. I mean, Cyclone and and uh Adam Smasher, they were just all right. But I thought those two, I liked Hawkman. He looked cool. Um yeah, man. But outside of that, that's that's my main that's my main praise for this movie. I, I didn't mind the action. Like it kept me watching. Uh every time there was kind of action on screen. Little super CGI heavy at times, of course it's gonna be, but yeah, I thought. Some of that was pretty cool. That's my main thing that I can think of that I
0: enjoyed about this movie.
1: Um, yeah, top of mind.
0: I don't know what about you? Uh, the Justice Society. I thought the Justice yeah. Society um, was done well for what they did. I do have some st- other stuff we'll talk about here in a minute, but I thought I liked the team. I liked their feel. I thought they had. Um, I thought they had good casting. I thought they had good banter. I thought they worked well together. Hawkman was a standout. I thought for me, Eldis Hodge. Um, I was a little hesitant until he really, like his initial, before he really like turned into Hawkman. I was a little like, okay, I know that that guy's Hawkman, but I don't know if I'm feeling it, you know, based on other versions and stuff. And obviously they didn't, and once again, I'm trying not to go negative here, but they didn't really give us anything on these characters. They just were like, here they are. And so it was a little jarring to try to figure out but I thought he did a good job yeah Pierce Brosnan I mean it's James Bond he's doing his thing um so I really liked the Justice Society of America and I really liked um the guy who played uh Kareem Muhammad Amir I thought he was funny uh what's her name's Adriana's brother I thought he was just funny the way you know singing like he delivered his comedic thing there was a lot of jokes that didn't land for me his jokes landed. Mm. I thought he was an entertaining character, even at the end when they're having that big war. And he's like, I die by electricity. And he was like fearless. (laughs) That made me laugh. He had some
1: some funny uh, moments.
0: He he had some funny parts and I thought they all worked well. He sold them well. I really enjoyed when he was there and thought he did a really good job as well. So I definitely wanted to, I thought that those characters all really shined and kept the movie going. I agree with you, the action up until the third act, um, I thought that, you know, that fight with Black Adam and the Justice Society was really cool. I really thought that was a cool fight, Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed just that idea of what they were doing and how they did it, and I thought they did it. The CG looked really good, and I like I said, the action was well done. I'll give you that as well. So there's definitely... I was good for about 90 minutes of this film. yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: I was good. I agree. I was was carried along for the first 90. It was the last 30, as tends to be, that it drops off. And I was like, this movie's not over yet. I had to check the <laughs> time. When you have to check the time to see how much is left, that's never the best sign. Yeah. Now, what was this movie about, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the question. That's the question we should have kicked the whole thing off with. I know, I wanted I wanted to, I know we like to be like, what'd you think about this movie? And we end up, if we didn't yeah. like it, and I'm not saying we didn't like this movie. I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. You know, I it's fine. This movie was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot of redeemable. I was entertained. The, like you said, the action, the tone, the music, I thought they had some good music choices. They, that one scene where they had uh, Black Adam destroying all the inner gang, after he, when he was first uh-huh. resurrected and he was destroying all those people and you heard the music building and heard the music building and I said, they're about to switch to Rolling Stones because you could hear it. And then they switched to the painted black <laughs> yeah. and then they did it. And I was like, yeah, they built to that really nicely and it was done really well. And then, like I said, he was just effing people up and ripping them apart. And I was like, this is yeah. super violent and it, it was cool. So, I mean, that was a definitely a cool way to bring him back into this world. Um, but there was so much about just... The Black Adam portion, I mean, Black Adam was the weakest part of this whole movie. Like his Mm. story didn't fully make sense. They were there, but they were trying so hard to be like, hey, he's a villain, but he's also a hero. And we were going to do, I kill people. And you're just like, it just tried so hard to be like, I'm a bad guy, but I'm cool. And you're just like, you're just, it just reeked of trying too hard.
1: Yeah, those parts definitely were just beating us over the head with that stuff uh, over and over. So, I mean, your question: What is this movie? I don't know, man. It's Black Adam's story. <laughs> did we did we need it or want it? I don't know. What was the role of Adriana?
0: What was she doing?
1: Is this the that's the main girl? That's her yeah, name. the
0: mom. She okay. was going into the. She's the one who resurrected Black Adam. She was looking for the mm. crown Why? It was hidden. <sighs> I for feel like they kind thousands of said thousands of years. Of years. Yeah. Well, she knew
1: that. I think she knew that the inner gang was looking for it. And her mission or thing she wanted to do was make sure she found it first and hid it away from them again somewhere else. So it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Is that not kind of.
0: What they said. I feel like I picked that up. I guess. I know she was looking for it. I felt like she was just, so she was just cocky and said, Oh, I can hide it better. Let me find it. Mm. That was her. I guess. Her, that was the, Dude, but then there was, there, when did she not, but was her always plan to hide this thing was just to put it in her kid's backpack? Right. Because she got not. it. I mean, I've, yeah. There was no plan in place. It was, for her? it was. I think
1: it was kind of just one of those things that they didn't expand on enough. Like, well, once you find the crown, what are you guys going to do with it? Um, it just then became just chaos of inner gangs here. They know we got to run. We're on the run. Let's hide it in the backpack, hide it in my kid's room. Uh, my brother's going to be wearing on on his head for a little laugh moment. <laughs> that <like>. was funny. <laughs> right.
0: Where's that crown and that dude's watching Clint Eastwood with this thing sitting on his head. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. It was Why funny. this, this thing but, is uh, historically, or, you know, endued with the power of six demons that you're aware of why is everyone just touching this thing like whatever there was zero fear around this crown like i would not want to touch that thing
1: no (laughs) no yeah it seemed like it should have been a little taken a little more seriously like instead of just bouncing around loose in this little kid's backpack who has superhero posters all over his room um yeah i don't know man it's wasn't really expanded upon too much and kind of just a loose, a loose plot. Like this it was like, okay, I guess what I'm, I guess I buy it. Cause that's what they're telling me. Uh, okay. I'd so just, I don't,
0: I don't know. The Adriana character was all over the place for me. Like I said, she just seemed like she was just there to move the plot forward, which obviously she was, but I just couldn't get in. She went from adventure warrior to protective mama to I'm going to make stupid misdecisions To Mm -hmm. to try to do stuff that tries to help, but not like, I just care about my son. Okay, so you're going to give the bad guy the crown that he wants so he could just shoot you and your son because he's got what he wants. Like, I never understand that in movies and it always bothers me. Um, I'm a spiteful person. So put in that situation, I'm like, (sighs) I'm not going to just give you what I want. You want this crown. What's to stop you from killing me and my son after I give it to you? nothing so unless right. we come up with grounds in which i know i'm safe you're not going to get it if you're going to kill us cool yeah. but you're still not going to get it i have the power yeah it's, that's a it's
1: a common thread that i know it always too much. doesn't never never makes sense i don't know i guess at the end of the day we can kind of just say she was there to wake up black adam somebody had to do it yeah so her life was in danger he brought. she brought back the champion and we
0: carried on so Is the Justice Society part of the Suicide
1: Squad? That's confusing too, isn't that?
0: How did Amanda Waller pull them together?
1: Yeah, and they dropped everything off. Like when they were coming back with uh, Black Adam as a prisoner, they took him to Task Force X headquarters, which is Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. So this, it's confusing. I don't know if they wanted to use Amanda Waller again in something.
0: So, kind so is of just this just their way thing? of like saying, basically saying she was Nick, Nick Fury. She's like our go-to leader of this and forget about every other movie, including James Gunn's Suicide Squad, the last time we saw her when she was being a complete evil person. Mm-hmm. she She's the good guys. She's calling the Justice Society to get them together. She's assigning them this mission to go handle Black Adam. It's like, what? Yeah, why why wouldn't she just bring in then Harley
1: Quinn and and all those you know the Suicide Squad for that mission? You know they're yeah. apprehending a they're apprehending a out of control metahuman. Well, doesn't that sound like something the Suicide Squad just did? So what where what is the what crime did Doctor Fate
0: commit that he's in debt to Amanda Waller? And you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's, why are they listening to bigger? her? Like that was never. I I must have missed that somewhere that she has this power to. I mean, last thing I saw, she was implanting bombs in people's heads to get them to do what she wanted. But now she's also in charge of the Justice Society,
1: along with the Suicide Squad somehow.
0: And that was my thing, is I I wish the Justice Society deserved better than this film. Yeah, they could have been.
1: They I mean, I know very little about introduced... the Justice
0: Society, but mm-hmm. at least treat them with something. Like, I mean, at least understand what they are, because according to this movie, the way I could look at it, not knowing anything. They're mm-hmm. part of the Suicide Squad. And it's, I must have just, just missed them. A, yeah. That's what
1: that's it looks what like. To me. That's what just that's the way they laid it out. That's what makes sense. Uh in the way they told the story. It's very strange. So that's cool. You know, we did have Henry <laughs> Winkler doing his thing. Yeah, we had Henry Winkler for ten seconds. That was fun.
0: You know, yeah, on a on a on a Zoom call, FaceTimed his role. Right. How much money do you think he made for that FaceTime call?
1: Dwayne Johnson just called him up. Hey, Henry, you busy? You got you got 30 minutes? Yeah, here, say these couple lines real quick.
0: Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of very confusing. There were a lot of moments in this film where I was just like, what is happening right now? Um, and trying to piece it together. And then they wanted to be cute for a lot of moments where they're like, oh, well, it's not. The kid in the beginning doing the DDP signal to bring his people together, wasn't, wasn't trying to like, wasn't the rock or as I called him Mm -hmm. yesterday, the kid rock. And and you got very confused as to what movie movie I was watching. It was kid rock. Kid rock was in this movie. So then they were like, no, that was my son. So then they did this really creepy CGI of the rock. Yeah, that didn't look right, did it? no and it didn't look right because of the fact that that dude was still too buff right
1: to yeah, be, like for a, for a for a slave man he still looks uh,
0: he still looks like he could whoop my ass yeah he should have been like you know Chris Evans Captain America one level of weird looking not just right. oh you just did a lot of cardio this year Rock like he still was pretty bit. jacked just to a being a bit emaciated slave there you know like come on it already looked kind of funny and then i swear and i didn't really want to go back and watch the opening but i'm pretty sure that wasn't the rock or his voice doing that those lines in the opening
1: no and i hate i hate in movies when they do that is like they purposely mislead you yeah uh so you can't see the twist yeah like well of course i wasn't going to know that was a thing that happened because you used a totally different actor and voice yeah you know what i mean it's kind of a cheap way to get your your uh twist in there yeah it's not this isn't the first movie to do that though it happens
0: all the time no it happens all the time they do the same thing when the bad guy ishmael i think yeah ishmael when he lowered that thing so they could kill him Mm -hmm. he pushed the little button and i'm like why did he push that button and they did this whole thing and then they waited another half an hour before they explained why he did that. So then I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But you know what? I just spent 30 minutes calling him an idiot and hating this movie right. because you wanted to be cute and have this extra twist to come in to bring a third act that I didn't want. So you're like, mm-hmm. no, I, cause I now sat there for 30 minutes calling him an idiot. And thinking that you'd had him lower that thing just so they could get to him, because there was no way you created a situation in which no one could get through your attenium wall. So you just right. made him push the button and you know let him in. Yes, you came back around and explained. Cool. Now I have that information. If I ever watch this movie again, I can maybe appreciate it more. You know, and be like, oh, okay, he knew what he was doing. He needed to die so he could come back as a CGI monster, but it's just still one of those things where it pulls me out of the film because I'm questioning why he did that. There was no teases leading me to have an understanding to figure anything out. It was just another bait and switch moment where this film wanted to seem cleverer than it was by not telling you. Yeah. Everything. And then you're like, Oh, well I could never have solved this mystery because you didn't give me the clues. You can't you, happen. happens all the time, man. It, I know it, it does. Me every time it was part of the reason yeah. why I didn't like knives out the original one. Cause I felt like they, purposefully kept clues from you so you couldn't solve the mystery because they didn't want you to they wanted to be clever no yeah they don't want you to solve it they want they wanted to
1: unfold and be like oh well i didn't i didn't have all the information but cool yeah
0: but when i go see a movie like yeah when i i like to figure stuff out so anyway it's just one of those things that's just kind of jarring for me of trying to figure (laughs) out and then what's funny is every version of black adam has been defeated by mm-hmm. them one way or another getting him to say shazam so he goes back to his human right. form and then all like of the Rumble years yeah and then all of the years catch up to him and he disappears to dust because he's 2000 years old so then he rapidly ages that did not happen in this movie he just no. turned into another badass warrior that doesn't drown apparently he was <laughs> oh, just a man how was he fighting he was getting shot He was getting beat with those sticks he was had zero powers and he's overpowering 15 men armed trained guards yeah. this dude has no training he was a he was a, a what should have been an emaciated slave with zero training And he just overpowered 15 guards, got shot a bunch of times, beat with sticks, and just ran through them. Like, I understand these guys have these things in their contracts to be tough, but come on, man. Don't do it to Mm -hmm. the detriment of your film. Yeah,
1: that, that scene was nonsensical. Yes. It didn't have to be in there. They could have had him get out somehow without fighting through all these train guards. And like you said, getting hit with like police batons and it not affecting him. It's like, so is he still black Adam or is he not? Cause he still
0: seems like he's black Adam.
1: Yeah. At this point.
0: no, um, I, I rewrote was, that scene. I rewrote that scene. You know how mm-hmm. you do that scene and still accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. Cause what they wanted to accomplish was that, you know, that drive. And then of course the family is seeing him into death's door when he's trying to get away and the, mimicking the, you know, beating of slaves and doing all of this stuff. You have him come out of that thing. You have those guards jumping on him and you have him getting beat down and you have him falling down and you have them hitting him and blood coming out and him trying to pull the, the the mouth guard out of his mouth so he could say Shazam. And then you could do flashbacks to showing him getting whipped when he was a slave. You could do fa- flashbacks showing his family, playing the music, swelling up, being super emotional. You have him like he's getting beaten to death by his you know masters, in quote. And then he, as he pulls it out, they're covering his mouth, trying to stop him from talking. And then he kind of is able to go Shazam. And then he blows them all up and then kicks off flying. You would have accomplished the same thing. You would have had more emotional investment. It just, to me, it seemed like, but instead they just had him running through everybody and never questioning how this regular man was getting whooped on. You could still show the resolve of him. It. I don't know. I felt like there was way better ways to do well, what they wanted to accomplish.
1: Well, The Rock doesn't get beat up. I know. Didn't you know? I know. I know. When when did he when did he even get beat up, really? When did he get, like, someone get the better of him in this movie, really, at all? Not, no one ever did. Not much. Yeah. Just so at one he moment with the bomb. Up. Yeah, he, he decided to give up the power. Like, yeah. you know. He, Why? He, 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 right. Because he decided that he wasn't the hero that his son was going to be. So he needs to not have it anymore, I guess. I don't know. Was it because he married.
0: hurt because that kid got hurt?
1: Well, I, honestly, don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm a, I don't, I don't remember. That's how generic this kind of movie was to me. Like, I don't remember very much of the details. Like it, specifically, it's all just a generic paint by number superhero movie kind of to me. So, so even as we're going, I'm like, I don't need I, I, I don't know. Who's that person? I don't remember. That's how much it stuck with me. I watched it like not even 24 hours ago. I watched it today. Um, So, like I said,
0: I thought I enjoyed this film for Mm -hmm. what it was. Like I said, some of the action like I said, I I wasn't bored watching this film. I was questioning a lot of things watching this film. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, The stories that came out of it, which was Justice Society is the highlight of this film is 100% correct. They were the highlight of this Mm -hmm. film and clearly leading into our earlier discussion that we had this was supposed to kick off the revitalized version of the DCEU, the Snyderverse, whatever they wanted to call it. This seemed like that's what they were planning. That's what Dwayne Johnson was planning. That's what they were hoping for. While no, nobody really, or while everybody knowing that that's not true. Ultimately. Yeah. Because there's yeah. had a lot of Snyderverse in it, but then it did. obviously that's all dead. He so, was kind
1: of hoping, I I mean, obviously we know he was kind of just hoping that this is bringing back Superman. He wants to fight Superman. He's a, he's a fan of, of Henry Cavill's portrayal. He wanted him back. He felt like he had enough sway to do it. He was able to get it done, even though I feel like the people at DC weren't convinced that yeah. they even wanted to do it. They just kind of did it to please him. And like, we can't, we can't upset the rock. You cannot disturb the rock. He's, he's, he's the biggest star in the world. Yeah. Uh. And I still feel like they didn't know what they were going to do with it after the fact. We know now that James Gunn's been brought in and he's like, no, we're doing it my way. Not going to happen. Um, sorry, Henry. You you seem like a nice guy. Not going to happen. Just, I don't know, man. Such a mess. Such a mess. Um, as As this movie was, like you just kind of said, like you weren't bored. I wasn't bored. It dragged like we talked about. It it went on too long. The whole third act was kind of... It was
0: unnecessary. unnecessary. I was 100% satisfied with this movie when he gave up Mm. his powers. They locked him up in the water tank. The Bantha tank healing him. Maybe that's how he got his powers. They merged some genres together. But I was completely like... I was 100% like, okay, this is where they're taking this movie. They're going to end here. I'm cool with that. I was just sitting there trying to figure out how are we going to get to this post credit scene if he's locked up. And then they start showing that body bag, and I'm like, oh my God, this movie's not over. And then I checked and it was like 40 more minutes. And I was like, oh my God, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't do it. Yeah. Two hours so, doesn't seem like it's two hours doesn't
1: seem like it's a long movie, but it kind of is. Yeah. When, in these terms, you know what I mean? When it's 100%. just kind of going nowhere. Hundred percent. I don't know, man. This this movie's basically to me just like built in a boardroom that Dwayne Johnson was sitting at the head of the table. Like, it just feels very robotic. There's not really any soul to it. There's no heart to the movie, to me. It's just kind of like a paint by numbers. This is what happens at the beginning, middle, end. There's a conflict. He loses his powers. He gets him back. He saves the day. Blah, 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 so on, so on. How many times have we seen this? And they're all just very, you know, mid. It's like, there's nothing in this movie that I'll probably remember next week, um, to be honest. and. That's kind of what I expected from the beginning.
0: And I think that's been the problem with the DC EU, the Snyderverse from mm-hmm. the inception is that it was built in a boardroom. Aside from Man of Steel, was there another DC movie that didn't feel like that or that you didn't don't recall hearing stories? Maybe Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. the first one, every other yeah, one either felt Wonder like where you heard stories about executives wanting this, that, or the other be more like Marvel, be more like Marvel. Be more like Marvel. Mm-hmm. That was that should be the, the tagline for the DCEU. Be more like Marvel. Because you could see it yeah. written on every one of these and, films, and, and this that's... one is included.
1: And somehow WB can make a movie like The Batman that a lot of people are putting in their best films of 2022 list. Mm-hmm. And they can make a movie like that when when somebody has an idea and, and love for the material and you know we've seen they can do it like even joker to a lesser extent but somehow we still get this we still get black adam we still get what i believe flash and aquaman 2 are going to be just like generic you know paint by numbers superhero films and it's kind of it's kind of like yeah black adam is exactly what i thought it was going to be um this is why i didn't rush out opening weekend to see it because i knew this is what it was going to be so that's kind of (laughs) where where I stand for the most part,
0: man. Um, Yeah. Can't say it any better. Black Adam, it's what we thought it was going to be. And that is, I think, yeah. how we're going to wrap up this conversation. Um, we will be back. Don talked about the best of 2022 list that the Batmans on it. Is it going to be on ours? It might be. It might not. Who knows? But we are going to have a conversation the next time we come around, either most likely after the holidays. So you all have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all of those good things, whatever you celebrate, whatever you believe in. Enjoy it with family. Enjoy it with friends. Have a good time. Don, my friend, I will see you. In in a few days at this point, or we're time out, depending on when you listen to this. So I'm super excited about <laughs> yeah. that. Um, so yeah, happy holidays to everybody. We will see you on the flippity flop. But that's gonna do it for us this week. So for raise the geek, I'm Chris and I'm Don. And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.
1: Bye.